Happy birthday, GDPR. How's it going so far? I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Mike Lyons, Chief Information Security Officer at Calibra. Welcome, Mike. Hi, how are you? I'm good. What does Calibra do, and how have you been involved in GDPR? So Calibra is a data governance and data catalog organization. Um, and I myself am the Chief Information Security Officer, or CISO, I guess is the abbreviated, abbreviated way to say uh, what I do. Um, but GDPR, for anyone in my role, is critical for us to, uh, to function, be able to respond with, with the regulations. So um, we have any, any potential uh, European um, pri private information or personal information. Um, if something happens to that information, we have a duty to respond. So that's a, a critical part of any CISO's job. We're coming up on the first anniversary of the implementation of the European Union's General Data Protection Regulation, or as we've been referring to it, GDPR. Looking back, how would you assess the first year? You know, I think a lot has gone on. Um, there was a lot of fear across the industry about uh, being able to respond to the incidents. As I was saying, there's a 72-hour requirement anytime there's an issue related to personal information regarding an EU citizen. Um, so there's a lot of fear around that. There's also a lot of fear of just having uh, a privacy-related um, regulation come into play where there was some real teeth behind it. There had been a lot of attempts to sort of execute privacy regulation previously, um, but the fines were just not there and they generally weren't being enforced. Um, so I think, you know, a year on, it's interesting to see how organizations stepped up in, in some cases um, and other ones uh, missed, missed the opportunity and, and still have some, some worlds to go. Um, I also think it's been sort of seen worldwide as a, a major step forward towards individuals' privacy, um, so much so that we've seen additional regulations spread up here in the U.S. and uh, potentially in other countries uh, pretty soon. What were the biggest challenges for the industry as a whole? I think organizing themselves and realizing that responding was going to require not just a group of security analysts or security individuals, um, it's going to require a larger body of an organization. Um, security incidents um, traditionally could just be held, you know, handled behind closed doors. What, what I found is um, there's, you know, the, the opportunity to bring in your, your legal team, your finance team, that this could potentially impact, you know, your P&L, um, your PR team, because you, you may need to report to the street, uh, report to the street that something like this had occurred. There was a, a, a social media network that most of us are familiar with that had a pretty major event, um, and it had a, a pretty negative impact on the stock price. Um, and you know, and these are things that are um, you know that are going to going to uh, continue to play part, especially as uh, you know the fines can increase. Did the regulators learn anything that prompted any tweaks to the rules? Interesting. I, um, you know, I think the tweaks to the rules uh, maybe not, but I do think that. One of the things that they've been challenged with is in the enforcement side of it. And so um, for the enforcement arm to actually work, it has to be financed. And so that's going to play a big part in uh, the way that the way that these fines are actually levied and, uh, and, and, and measured. Most importantly, does the average consumer have tangible evidence that their data and privacy is better protected now compared to how it was maybe a year ago? I think it's, uh, maybe there's a, some reassurance going on with the fact that some of these regulators are 
thinking about these things in the right way. Um, specifically uh, with CCPA in California, there's, there's a lot of uh, confidence that has to be gained um, with, with regards to this. There's, you know, there's been some interesting announcements from a large, large tech vendors um, around you know, privacy becoming more of a right for individuals. And you know, probably two or three or four years ago, maybe just before GDPR was being announced, um, there was sort of zero expectation of privacy on the internet. And now that, that perception is changing, whether or not we have an expectation, I think that's still a growing opportunity. Um, but we're, we're, we're working towards that. And I think we need to, because the internet is not something I just go to anymore. It's becoming part of my life and, and, you know, and, and part, of, uh, part of everyone's uh, daily, daily life. You mentioned the big social media network that had a misstep already this year, and it seems like they have really had many missteps uh, in the past and, and just they don't really seem to enforce um, privacy the way that they say they, that they want to. What are some other missteps that have happened that were good learning lessons for businesses who maybe even tried to comply? So I, I think you know, data, data is becoming so large for organizations and understanding where that data is and how that data is leveraged is there's an opportunity in, in the market and there's opportunity with anyone who's collecting data to do a better job and keeping an eye on these things, right? There's, you know, people are moving more digital. Um, they are becoming this transformation going on across the board. And, and therefore, there's an opportunity to be able to discover this information and find out where this data resides and what this data is and make sense of it. And so with regards to that, I think there's, um, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of the advent of things like artificial intelligence and machine learning specifically around data, data discovery, um, and, and better comprehension of, of those data. Um, and I think that that's something that's going to start to enable businesses uh, to, to progress there. And this is a, you know, this is a great opportunity. Uh, frankly, you know, one of the reasons that I work where I am now. In your opinion, what will the GDPR conversation include at this time next year? That's interesting. Um, I do believe that the conversation is going to be uh, sharper teeth um, and 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 who's next and and where do we go next? Not who's next and who's going to be you know put up in the in the in the in the in the, uh, the stocks, but who's next in terms of you know following California with CCPA, which country goes next? And, you know, it seems like Australia is most likely going to be the next one. Um, I hope it doesn't go into a race where, you know, these regulators are just trying to one-up each other with regards to fines. Um, but I do think that, um, you know, generally there should be some expectation of, of privacy and, and also, you know, leading towards, um, you know, leading towards better understanding of how data science is working. Mike Lyons, Chief Information Security Officer at Calibra. If somebody wants to connect with you, maybe they have some questions about GDPR, how can they do that? So I'm on Twitter as MikeSec, M-Y-K-E-S-E-C. Um, and obviously there's, uh, there's a lot of information out on Calibra's website, that's calibra.com. Sounds good. And you can find more of my interviews right here or at tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching.